It's the year 1922 in Butiama, a village in the British colony of Tanganyika. On a rainy day, a child was born here. The son of a chief of the Zanaki people, he was named Kambarage after the rain spirit. This boy's name would soon rise, carrying the dreams and hopes of an entire country and influence an entire continent. Here is the story of his life, Kambarage, also known as Julius Nyerere. After training as a teacher in neighboring Uganda, Nyerere taught for several years. Even later in his life, Nyerere was respectfully addressed to as Mwalimu, meaning teacher in Swahili. In 1949, he gained a scholarship to study in Scotland, the first Tanganyikan ever to study at a British university. In the country of the colonialist, he was increasingly drawn to politics, a path he continued on his return home. In a bloodless struggle, Nyerere helped achieve independence for Tanganyika in December 1961. First becoming the country's prime minister, he was elected president one year later. Plans for the future of Tanganyika, he said at the time, weren't up to him to decide. Well, I must say immediately, I'm not planning it. I think it's being planned by the people of Tanganyika themselves. Despite the trappings of power, Nyerere remained humble and down-to-earth. Attributes that help explain his reputation as being profoundly committed to the welfare of his country. Victoria Bache, the assistant curator at the Nyerere Museum in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania's largest city. He loved people. He was not discriminative. He lived as a commoner. There are pictures of him holding a pickaxe, engaging in nation building with others. To help build national unity, Nyerere encouraged the use of Kiswahili as a national language rather than English. But probably Nyerere's biggest legacy is his policy of African socialism based on cooperative agriculture called Ujamaa, named after the Swahili word for familyhood. To implement Ujamaa, people relocated into village collectives. The policy met with increasing resistance and eventually Nyerere introduced forced relocations and collectivization. By the 1980s, Tanzania's agricultural production had dropped and it was obvious Ujamaa was a failure. Still, he remained untainted by corruption or personal scandals, says Tanzanian historian Said Mohammed, using Nyerere's nickname Mwalimu to refer to him. And I will tell you one thing. In my research, whoever you ask will tell you, Ngarimu is special. He's incorruptible. Man and wealth do not matter to him. Nyerere retired as president in 1985 and died in 1999, celebrated as a leader of unquestionable integrity.